I'm sweaty, I'm a little bit out of breath, and I'm horny. No, do you know what it is? Because it's half eight at night, normally this Brad would be taken off and fucked across the room, and I'd be just lying there, tits swinging, going, ah, oh, oh. amazing. Yeah, we're still here. Balls are still swinging. <laughs> is that a thing for lads? Like, do you take off your boxers and let your balls hang out and be like, oh, that's better? No, but the equivalent is uh, me taking off my jeans after a long day and going into shorts. <laughs> you don't like your legs being in clothes? I love being in shorts. So I man live legs are in like shorts. female nipple. Yeah. You just free them. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Man likes female nipple. Yeah, yeah, that's exact it's same. all the same thing. Yeah, I, precisely oh that. Yeah, God. yeah. Should we just like get naked? No. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's walk this fucking duck. Let's Ooh. do it. Okay. We're here. We're queer. And we're busy doing real hot, hot girl, girl shit. shit. I'm Claire. And I'm Connor. And this is Real Hot Girl Pod, a podcast about embodying the hot girl attitude in a queer, inclusive space. Mm-mm-mm. Hopefully you've heard the earlier episodes and you know what we're about, but let's do a quick recap. As hot girls in training, we are striving to unapologetically be ourselves and love ourselves. Why are we saying girl in 2023? Because we're taking it back for the patriarchy as an all-gender term. You know who's looking fine tonight? Seth Mozakowski. Okay, you did not just say that. What? He's a good kisser. He's your cousin. Yeah, but he's my first cousin. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Ryan. Hi. So... As you might have guessed by our little Mean Girls reenactment there, we are going to be doing a dating episode for you today. Ding dong, dating doorbell. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So what we want to talk about is an intro to the Hot Girls Guide to Modern Dating. Mm -hmm. So, kissing your first cousin's not ideal. (laughs) Some things are hard and fast rules. Sometimes these things are more of a grey area and Mm. we want to just... Clarify a few things. Yeah. Make it a hotter experience for everybody. Make that grayer. Put in a little rainbow flag. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I love that. I know colors. Exactly. (laughs) Real hot girl shit. So that's pretty much what we're going to be talking about today, Rides. We are going to be talking about the difference between queer versus straight dating. Mm -hmm. We are going to be giving some tips on how to be sound on the dating apps. How to be sound when you're dating around. (laughs) And how to have a real hot girl time for yourself as well. Being assertive, getting the Mm -hmm. most out of it without being a dick. Yeah, this episode is all about making sure that all the hot girls out there have all the tools at their disposal to go out into the dating field whether you're with the queers with the straights everybody deserves to have a hot time when they're dating I don't know why you had a hot time when you're dating I love as well that you put up you were going to say fingertips but then you knew I would say just a tip like you did to me a second ago so you left it off I love that for you hot or not so Connor what was hot or not for you this week oh well Claire me oh my I had many hots this week where did I even start? I suppose um, number one off the chalkboard. Ding 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 ding! Real Hawker Pod Live has sold out. Oh Whee! my god! Thank you so much. It was gone in under an hour. We do have a small bit of news about that for mm-hmm. you at the end of the pod. You know, we like to tease oh. you. But for the people that already have their <laughs> tickets, thank you so much. We will see you in Street 66 on March the 15th. Oh, Her. my God. Cannot wait. That was an extra hot of the week, Claire. And, of course, if people want to keep up for other extra hot... No, actually, wait. Shut up. What am what? I doing? I was about to do, like, a follow us. 
no. But that's no, no, really no. stick on stick on yeah. your hot or not. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that was an extra hot of the week, Claire. Um and alongside that, of course, I was um also away in London, living little London life. Um but not after just uh, seeing Florence and Sheen in three arena. So, I mean, put those together and, Jesus, I was pissing all sides of the wind. Um, I'm surprised I mean, there's any fluids left in your body oh, well, considering here. the week I'm, you've had. Like a dried up prune at this stage. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, I had a full body experience of Florence. Again, she is just an absolute queen. And then to top it all off, yeah, we sold out. London came around, had a gorgeous little fun weekend there. And then uh, Valentine's just passed as well. And I had a lovely little one, but we're not going to talk about that because I'll get cringy. So, <laughs> um, Connor but- had a very, very thoughtful uh, Valentine's evening prepared for him. Mm. And um, he's like, look at him. He's going <laughs> Shut to about it. But enough about me, Claire. No, you deserve nice things. <laughs> Be a hot girl. Step into it. Yep. <laughs> oh, I love it. You're mortified. Oh, God. But I love it for you. I'm so happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, Claire? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not by me. Not by me. Let's move on. What about you, Claire? You had some gorgeously hot things happen oh to you this God. week. I had uh, also a very hot week. Um, I headed out west uh, for calling the disco buses. First camper van trip. Um, it was fantastic. Went to Galway. Went up to Mayo. Had a beautiful few days in Ackle. The sunrise dip oh. in Keem Bay. If you know Ackle, you know how lucky I was to have good weather for a lovely sunrise mm. dip. And um, yeah, just had a gorgeous time. Thankfully, I had my friend Ruth, who's a lot more experienced van than I am because I forgot my kettle for starters oh, so she no. kept me in teas and coffees and hot water for my pot noodles um, but yeah we'd like gorgeous hikes lovely creamy pints uh, just loads and loads of like wholesome outdoor time really really lovely um, <laughs> so yeah gorgeous 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 so yeah. yeah just generally feeling quite hot I'm in a good mood uh, I've got my light on mm. which you know we briefly touched on this um, we'll keep it for the main topic actually your light being on because um, that's something that's important for what we're going to be talking about. Um, do you have an odd of the week? I killed a succulent, which I'm not thrilled about. But <laughs> apart from that, I'm happy out. Like, Yeah, I mean, I'm on similar kind of terms. It's been so hot. It's hard to think of a knot. Um, I didn't kill any plants. I did give one plant away. Um, but uh, my knots are mainly just that. Having all this fun does bring me back to my usual uh, frig. I think I should begin saving again in some <laughs> respect but also I'm not really that worried about it because everything was actually really so good Connor, crack. I was thinking about this right so we have obviously our separate chat yeah um that we put all our real hot girl, girl pod notes into mm-hmm. and you put in every week you put in I need to take it easy I need to start budgeting I need to I here's what I think you need to do <laughs> you might need to accept <laughs> That you are a fabulous gay man who lives a fabulous life. <laughs> and that's the pace of it. And you just have to go with it. Honestly, I came to this realisation last year where I was like, no. Maybe this is- I'm just fab. <laughs> no, but I, I decided in my head, I'm not going to save. And I saw myself this year. I'm just going to do everything I want to do. And it turns out whenever you start having loads of fun all the time, it's really hard to get out of that. <laughs> it turns out it's really easy to spend money and have a gorgeous No, we will, we will do a hot girl finance episode yeah. in the next little while uh, for Connor's benefit no, 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 I'm joking. Um but yeah, just accept just accept the fabulousness and 
move on. That's yeah, what I would say. Just ban all the succulent and you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely not a cult. Okay, Claire. Well, this episode, of course, is all about being a hot girl and um, fucking tits. What? <laughs> Um, well, that as well. <laughs> well, do you want me to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Is it too much of a mouthful? Do you want no, me to no, say no, that? No, 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 no. It's never too much of a mouthful. Well, Claire, this episode, of course, is all about the hot girl guide to the modern dating uh-huh. world. Uh-huh. And, I mean, first and foremost, I think we should understand what uh, you touched on earlier, having your light on. Tell us a little bit about it. Okay, so this is something that... I don't know if this is like a a worldwide common thing, Mm -hmm. but this is something that Joanne McNally says on the My Therapist Ghosted Me pod. Mm -hmm. And she talks about your light being on. Yeah. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. My light's on. I'm up for it. Yeah. I'm available. Let's go. Yeah. Okay, but this is something that I realised... Over the last kind of few weeks, so I think I said to you maybe two or three weeks ago, I came to you. I was like, "Hey, Connor, guess what? My lights on, right?" <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, congratulations!" But you're not not giving me shit, but yourself, you know, a couple of other pals being like, "So you're dating? You're like, what's happening?" Mm. And I was like, "My lights off." Yeah. And I can't force it. On. Yeah. So this is what I've learned, right? And this is something that's very important when you're getting on dating apps, particularly, you know, if the first time if you've maybe come out mm-hmm. or if you've um been in a long-term relationship and you go out like if your light's not on you're gonna make a bit of a pig's ear of it right okay you can't force it Mm -hmm. um so what i figured out is i don't think the light has a switch i don't think you can flick it on and off do you know what i mean okay so i think when you're ready your light comes on and then you're because everybody has had this situation that you know so many people say oh i met my partner when i wasn't looking and it's because you're fully Feeling your hot girl oats, you're being yourself, you're having a great time. Mm. There's no bang of want off you yeah. in like a bad way. Do you yeah. know that kind of way? Um, and that's that's what I think it is. So that you would attra- and also it's just that thing of like you attract what you put out yeah. as well. So if your lights on, you're like your best self, you're ready to go. When your lights off, you're either gonna like attract someone that's really not gonna be good for you mm-hmm. because you're forcing it because you're being told oh you have to get back out there yeah. or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's given me like ambulance, like lighthouse, where it's like a, I'm here, I'm yeah. here, and I'm ready for a good time. And then whenever it's off, oh, it's kind of yeah. like okay, no, like um, not worried about that. Yous are not part of my yeah. priority at the moment. And then as soon as it kind of does switch back on, as yeah. you said, it's in that kind of moment and what you're feeling in life at the time I mean if you're super busy sometimes your lights can be off just because other things are in like happening with you but then if you're feeling a little bit hot and you're like oh I had a second to think oh my god hi I'm back on an app and this person's gorgeous yeah light is blurring on this is it okay and so this is all going to relate into what we're talking about but yeah I think I just wanted to kind of touch on that and be like if your light's off don't worry about us yeah just go, you're go and work on yourself. We always say the most important thing on this podcast. We are hot girls in tri- training. We're trying to unapologetically be ourselves, love, love ourselves. ourselves. If other people want to come along, grant. But it's all about you yeah. and it's all about you being happy. So when you're happy and you're in a good place and you're ready to get back out there, 
Ding. Your light's going to come on, baby. I was supposed to love somebody else if you can't love yourself. Ding. Can I get an amen? Ding. <laughs> Hot girls coming through. So, Connor, I suppose one thing that we want to talk about here is mm. draw on our own experiences and the experiences of our friends. Yes. Which it all, I mean, it's the same things like over and over, the same pitfalls of uh-huh. dating. And obviously, apps are not the only way of meeting people, but no. it's what most people do, particularly if you're not in a big city. So, yeah. we're going to kind of concentrate on that. To, um, today and the most important thing is if you're a hot girl real hot girls are sound when they're dating around they okay? absolutely you're treating are. yourself with respect you're treating other people with respect um, we're going to get into that but first Connor um, what would you say the main differences are between queer dating and straight dating what do you think what's better or what's worse on either side uh, I suppose Whenever it comes to dating, um, I think for a lot of us, we kind of grow up with this, you, the presumption that's like, obviously, you know, the normal is heteronormative dating and the other... heterosexuality, exactly. baby. Exactly. So whenever you're going out, it's kind of like dating, well, you might be going out with friends at a club and stuff like this. And it's like, a, oh, you share somebody, get a number, chat them. That's kind of how sometimes dating works. But also the, even the language that you use with it as well, where, oh, you know, can't like talk to them too much, you know, can't like double tax, you know, don't want to be stringing along. There's key differences that happen in straight dating that we've kind of been bred into yes. our dialogue and our psyche and how to you know men are from venus women from mars the other way around but it's this whole kind of like rhetoric of these are the things that you need to capture the man and go up that like elevator of like yeah then you get him and then that's how you work up here and then you're going nuclear family style for our for our straight listeners let's go over some of the straight dating rules that they might not realize that queer people don't, don't have anything to do with whatsoever <laughs> so we would have like before we came out we mm. would have dated opposite sex people yeah. and this kind of thing so um what you touched on there is absolutely it there's the rules like mm. the unspoken rules you don't want to appear too keen mm-hmm. you don't want to double text yeah um there's you know you know the guys might do the like kind of you know offhand kind of thing make the girl chase them a little bit but girls yeah. might be told so basically if you are and obviously I can only speak from a woman's point of view a formerly straight woman <laughs> allegedly um, that there's very much like this you know lads kind of will be very kind of not that in- interested and you're trying maybe you're keen but you're trying not to be too keen yeah. but you've definitely got like all the girls in the group chatter chatter crafting the message to send back you're being be- very careful with your words mm-hmm. because you don't want to them to misunderstand anything whereas lads are just like potato yeah, yeah whatever treating me and keeping keen yeah, is a phrase that exactly. is often thrown around yeah, yeah. So all of those rules and all of those kind of games and all of those like even worries about like, oh, having sex on the first date. What does that mean? Should I do it? Should I not? Like that is all stuff that kind of, I would say, completely goes in the bin for (laughs) queer dating and queer relationships. Do you want to know my rationale around this is whenever you're kind of getting into dating and you're obviously, you know, meet someone from you know the opposite uh, sex and stuff like that you're trying to guess okay like I mean a lot of time we're schooled maybe like separately or basically it's like a, okay you have your guy friends and then it's the kind of like oh the th- pushing somebody into like a group of the girls and then they're like okay that that's how you kind of like get them introduced to girls 
Um, because a lot of time the socializing is like guys will be in sports, like these are like more heteronormative ways that we've kind of been bred into socializing. Mm-hmm. But whenever you try to do the dating thing, a lot of guys I know don't know how to talk to girls because they're like, I can't talk about football. Oh, I don't know how to do this. So then they rely on these kind of rules around, okay, no, you got to be like this kind of cooler person, these performer things. Whenever it comes to queer dating, then and maybe they're dating someone of the same sex, they don't have to rely on all those things. They can have genuine conversations or they can kind of skip... shared interests. Kind of. They kind of skip out the... Well, no, everybody still does kind of play the game a little bit to an extent. Gemini. But, well, yeah, <laughs> that'll be it. But I think that's one of the things that I've never struggled with is sitting down and chatting away to somebody um, with from the same sex. Like, I mean, I'll be able to relate on everything, but also I can also... Would you be re- shy around... Would you have been shy around girls now? Girls no. that you were potentially... No, but that's no, for you a different reason. No, you would have been, reason. like, sitting down. I would have been with the girls because they would have been, like, yeah. You're like, oh, my God, what moisturizer are you using? You yeah, 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 kind of, no. yeah, yeah. Essentially <laughs> that. They're like, you're yourself. not a threat. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's so interesting as well that you're talking about there because I can sense, like, with any women, particularly straight women listening to that being like, go on. Because mm. what you touched on there about lads being, like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about mm. so therefore I'll pull back there's this real lie that's told to him as your lads are a bit thick you know mm. you wouldn't they only care about football this that and the other you know and it's like that's not true that's not true you can't just say that like all oh, straight men yeah. are potatoes I know I made a joke there being like oh they're so thick you know this that and the other it's just not true so I never actually thought about that before that that's the reason that they're like I went to maybe not a mixed school and I just don't know how to talk to you yeah this is why there's literally like a weird thing of like training coaches and stuff like this but like the oh this is how you know you have to like lads are almost kind of in this like you have to assert kind of some dominance and stuff like this or like even the way they present themselves are like oh you kind of have to fit into essentially the male gaze and stuff like that yeah. there's a lot of things are bred into it that I suppose um, whenever you take those bits away and you're going like oh no I'm interested in this sexy person that you don't have to try as much I don't think because you already know that they're like, well, like, we're the minority usually in situations in a queer community. You're already being like, I'm attracted to you literally just because you're here as well and you're attracted to me. Um, but whenever it comes to in, there's a lot less hurdles that you have to overcome. Yeah. Weirdly enough. <laughs> Weirdly enough, yeah. No, it's funny. Like, and it's just, and I think because women, like, female friendships are so important. Yeah. And you're so used, to, like, women are so used to being so open and vulnerable with their friends mm-hmm. that when this like alien person comes along and they're being all gruff and like you know like oh what are the rules mm. you know so um yeah that good insight oh my god good thank you very much um would you say there is anything dating as a queer person that's worse than dating as a straight person absolutely Go because on. it's a small pool of people yes. you better believe that um you introduce, you start going out with someone, um, just have them on social media, um, likely who it is. 19 oh. people in common. <laughs> yep. Um, oh, what are these? all these people have in common? Ah, yes. Okay. So we're all being mixed around in the same pot. Um, that tends to be the way, um, especially in smaller communities, especially just in moderately sized cities. My God. Um, yeah. Dublin, I thought, was big. And then I found out, well, nope. no, everybody knows each other <laughs> real well. Uh, yeah. I would say that's one thing. Um, you just have to come to terms with, like, okay, look, everybody's going to get to know each other probably through somewhere or another. And yeah. um, that's 
that's like okay. that's okay but that is also why you'll find so many queer relationships being like a, I fell in love with somebody but they're at the other side of the world and uh, but half the appeal is kind of like oh they're completely different and they yeah. haven't done yeah. the rounds and there's also there's also a real thing there's one thing there's a glaring difference I would say the majority of straight relationships if there's no children involved mm. after they break up that's it you kind of never see them again yeah. and you might even be talking bad about them whereas like queer people are like you better be getting on like because it's going to be fucking awkward for the entire friend group if you don't yeah. you know so for a lot of my friends particularly women because what you're saying about the dating pool for gay men it's small for women it it's is smaller, smaller again yeah. So you best believe to be like, oh, so how do you know? Okay, well, that's my ex. That's her ex. They had a thing, but they don't anymore. We had a thing. And then they also, you know, Mm. and you just have to be like, all right, cool. Like you can't get hung up about it. You can't get jealous. You can't do anything. You just have to accept it and be like, this is fine. And also you're all sound. You all obviously got together for a reason. So why would I not get on with all of you? There is a funny thing as well where I feel like a lot of like, as well, like in the queer community, either men will be like the... Well, say for, we'll get into apps, but say for likes of hookup apps, grinder stuff like that, will, you know, get all those things out of the way. And then they realize, oh, I kind of haven't, like, this is my mate. And then you're randomly running into this person being like, oh, yeah, that's my friend. What happened? Oh, yeah, we shagged. Yeah. <laughs> and, but trying to say that in, like, another way, it, like, I, I think it doesn't co- compute in a lot of the straight rhetoric. Yes. Now, there's another thing that, apart from the size of the dating pool, mm. There is one thing now. I don't know if this applies to men or not. Mm-hmm. You can tell me. But there is something that happens if you are a queer. Should we clarify actually? So before you got swept off your feet there by a beautiful man, mm-hmm. um, would you say would you only date men? Would you date other genders as well? Or I would say um, I was looking at both, um, and then whenever um, basically when it got a lot more attention from the men. And then the and the ladies out there would have just kind of presumed I was gay. Uh-huh. So um, even if there was interest, it was cut down. Right. So it more kind of just leaned into my strengths. <laughs> 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 Genuinely, that's how I like to phrase it. Yeah. yeah. Also, way more fun. It's kind of like um, eating the ch- same chocolates your whole life. And then you find out, oh, my God, there's like this new bar out in the city. <laughs> and then you're like, no, 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 no. I want all of this in <laughs> my pie hole. That's the best way to describe so it. It's like being served like the same dinner and then somebody gives you a tip something else and you go like, oh, deadly, now I want loads of that. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Does that answer your um, question? It does. Yeah. No, it's just because people are probably <laughs> curious. So for me, like, I suppose I primarily date women. Mm. But I probably would identify as bi or pan. Mm. I know, look, there's a whole conversation to have about biphobia and all that, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. I don't like the words. I don't like that it's... I know people are yelling at their earphones right now going that's the fucking point yeah but yeah no I was like I would say like pan kind of would fit me the best yeah um I just have a lot of love to give <laughs> I, but I think that's the exact same like because you kind of do often I find lean into one or the other a lot of the time but you can't kind of deny whenever you possibly did have past relationships or yeah. even feelings you're like that those were legitimate for their time so I'm mm-hmm. not going to disregard them But also, um, I feel like there is almost a pressure to be like, pick, choose, whatever like that. It's it's a weird one. We're going to do a whole episode on that. Yeah, that's another ballpark. But for now, what I was trying to say was, if you are a queer woman on a dating app and Mm -hmm. you're already in this teeny tiny pool, there is something that will happen. Okay. Do you know what a unicorn hunter is? A, A unicorn hunter? 
Yeah. Um, so here's what no. will happen. Okay, so you might see on a dating app, you might see looking for a unicorn. And what that is, is a couple looking for a third. Okay. So it's a, like a usually heterosexual couple, but it's a man and a woman and they're looking for a third. So if they say like sometimes it'll be a picture of both and it'll be like, hey, we're... Uh, Claire and Connor, the weird example. <laughs> I wish I hadn't said that. But, um, and we're, you know, looking to meet someone else, blah, blah, blah. And they'll be completely transparent. That's completely fine because people can then decide if that's what, if they want to swipe left or right. Do you okay. know what I mean? But what happens most of the time and what happens very frequently, and gals, I mean, if you're doing this, please stop. Okay. So what happens is be a picture of a woman, you'll match, and then you'll get the message Hi, so me and my boyfriend were just wondering, and blah, blah. It's like, it's fine if that's what you want to do, but you mm-hmm. have to tell people. Yeah. Like, don't be sneaky about it. Also, if it's just you in the picture, your boyfriend probably looks like a thumb. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's a sneaky thing to do. And we know you're maybe trying to spice up your relationship, mm. but just be honest about it because it just it it's, makes the other person feel icky. Just put it in the bio. Yeah. If you're scarlet about it, you're not going to go through with it anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I feel like the equivalent to that is probably what a lot of the... Gay dating scene for men would be matching with a guy, um, and then there's like no profile picture, but there's like a torso or there's something else, and it's like okay, grand, that's hot, chatting away to somebody and stuff like this, and then they are clearly actually not out, which adds on to a lot of other different layers right. that nothing can you know really be diminished. But I suppose it's one of those things where it's like a okay, these boundaries or I suppose clear communications need to be set up front because in the end you always end up getting hurt whenever things are communicated clearly i can't talk right now i'm doing hot girl so connor that leads very nicely into <laughs> the main body yaddy yaddy of mm. this dating how to be sound when you're dating around topic that we're doing today yes. so would you say that it would save everybody a lot of uh, time and mm-hmm. potential feelings hurt if the per- if the torso mm-hmm. just put in the profile not out yet. Yeah. Therefore, don't have my face in or whatever, or just dipping a toe in to see yeah. how I feel, because then you know what to expect. Yeah, right? you know what to expect. You are know what um you're getting into and also the other person is kind of clear on what they feel comfortable sharing at that time yeah maybe they are you know again like trying new things out maybe they are curious about certain things yeah. which is absolutely fair it's and it's all fine. part of the growing yeah. thing but again you gotta be signed you gotta be honest and yeah. whenever you're clear your intentions are clear yeah as well. and being respectful of the other people like another thing that happens as well and like my queer girlies that are listening will relate to this you'll match with someone and you can kind of spot the profile a mile away but mm-hmm. it's Usually, some girl has been fucked over by her shit boyfriend. <laughs> She's newly single and set up the little profile, switch it over mm-hmm. to see what's on the other side. See how much it- but then, when you match with them, they won't they won't say anything, or yeah. the conversation is very like stilted. And then, sure enough, the next time you log on, profile deleted. Yeah. But it's apps, girls. It's absolutely fine to set up the profile if you're curious. Just pop a little line in saying new here, not sure how I'm feeling mm. just have a look like just put that in so people know yeah and then you're just you kind of you're putting you're being assertive and you're putting your intentions out there but then you're also being respectful of the other people there as well they don't feel like they're animals in a zoo that are being looked at by someone yeah I feel like we're all saying this with care and respect because yeah. everybody wants to be treated with that clear kind of you know honest 
casual conversation yeah. that needs to be had otherwise there tends to be a lot of heart that's break. it yeah so basically when you're setting up your profile just be honest about your intentions if you are looking for a relationship, if you're looking for a ring, if mm. you're looking for somebody to go splits on a mortgage or to have kids <laughs> with, put that in your profile. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. If you are looking for hookups only, put that in your profile. There's nothing wrong with that. Put everything, like just put it there in black and white so that people can see and then that way people know if they want to swipe left or right or not. And it, like there's no, there's you shouldn't be ashamed of like expressing your mm. needs and wants just do it but it just cuts down on that like wasted time of um you know sending messages to someone and then like everyone's already maybe feeling a bit awkward anyway because mm-hmm. apps are icky you know um so yeah that would be a good one hot girls are assertive and they say what they're looking for exactly and on that note my next point is when you start talking to somebody one of the very first questions that you should ask i suggest is what are you looking for? Yeah. If it's not clear on the profile, just ask. So what are you looking for? I'm mm-hmm. here for this. Very simple <laughs> question. Go back and forth. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> because, oh my God, I've done the chat so many times. I love that from personal experience, the chat usually goes, it's flirty, it's whatever. And then it goes, okay, here, like, what are you actually looking for? Yeah. And then as soon as that all the bullshit is cut away and and so you're like okay we're going on a date or else we're meeting up that night yeah. or else it's kind of like a oh just like to chat someone online and then you're going no I'm not looking to have an online thing yeah. I'm looking to see someone in person yeah yeah, but so, it's a, that it's a, what are you looking for that exact line but it just line. cuts down so much it does um, and I know that and there's girls like straight girls listening to this going oh you, you couldn't ask that to a lad they'd run a mile Oh, when I Maybe say... Maybe they would. But this is what we're talking about, the difference between queer dating and straight dating. So in queer dating, you can literally say like that. I know you were laughing at the amount of messages flying back and forth that I showed <laughs> you there. But that was like the first question pretty much from the person was, so what are you here for? This is what I'm here for. And I was like, oh, me too. And then we ended up having a whole conversation. Yeah. Um, but that is a really good question. And it's absolutely fine. And we're kind of aiming this, would you say, at people that are newly out exploring or yeah. maybe kind of no elder queer ever took them by the hand and showed them the ropes <laughs> and they're wondering why their dating isn't working Wait, out that's yes. kind of who aiming this yeah up. I would say that but then also I feel like these are handy tools that I mean you can navigate around instead of lads not understanding um, and misreading yeah. maybe things are going on and send a random dick pic whenever really I'm not looking for a dick pic sir um, <laughs> unless you ask for it yeah do you know what I mean because yeah. th- these things well can... it's non-consensual if you don't ask for it exactly you know? so, yeah um, so I love this so we, I'm kind of like thinking of like the straight girls and mm-hmm. you're kind of thinking of the straight guys yeah. that might be listening there must be one or two straight men <laughs> listening to this pod like our supportive pals of ours yeah you know um, hi Graham. Hi Andrew. <laughs> the way I couldn't even think of one there. Actually, I was like, um, hi Dad. <laughs> um, yeah. So ask what you're looking for. Assertiveness. It's sexy. Um, another thing. Do you know what I absolutely love, Connor? What a such real hot girl shit. What you love. And this applies for. Um, more kind of when you go on the date, mm-hmm. regular check-ins. Okay. Oh. Wait, check explain in what you mean. With the person. Okay, so you check in with the person. So you've arranged, just say you've, you've been chatting, you said, what are you looking for? I'm looking for this, I'm looking for that, let's go on a date. Okay. Right? So 
this is something that just applies like all the way along the timeline. So you're sitting mm-hmm. in the bar, okay? So I went on that date last week, okay? Mm-hmm. So we like had our drink, we're chatting away, we're having a lovely time. And then she said to me, how are you feeling? Are you having a nice time? Are you? And I was like, yeah, I'm having a lovely time. She's like, I'm really enjoying myself. I'm very happy to order a second drink. Uh-huh. If you are, do you want to do that? Is that okay? And yeah. I was like, her yeah like thanks for checking in i really appreciate it you know it was just yeah. really nice you know because it was like it, like it, and again no awkwardness you yeah know, we could have just been like the, when the waiter came over being like oh i don't know what do you think but it was just like bam yeah taking control of the situation and i really liked that and then obviously as the dates go on more regular like oh you should always be checking in with your partner yeah. even if you're together like 20 years still check in how are you doing it's really like important to do that but also in the bedroom as well like nothing makes you slide off the seat onto the floor better than someone checking in being like how are you doing are you okay how's that is everything good Higher yes lower. oh but even just how are you feeling are you still enjoying yourself yeah i suppose i never really thought about it like that but it is one of those things that whenever there has been the kind of will we grab another one or like it saves so much of that kind of awkwardness of the yeah oh. we've all been on dates where you're like oh I don't know how to get out of this so yes. like, you're about to see the person and then at the end they're like oh I had a really nice time do you want to do this again and you're like I no. I, and, I, I see you more as a friend but you know also, but then you've been there for three hours and the person's disappointed then yeah you know? but then also that's kind of the fact of it as well if somebody has to ask at the end you know be like oh like yes and like if your initial response isn't yes straight away um, and you do get that like that's almost it's a hard response to then take when somebody's not really getting the way that you do yeah. and that's because you hasn't been that check-in moment to go yeah. like are we both looking to stay out for another one or yeah that's it yeah exactly and I think it's it's just it comes down to respect as well Mm -hmm. it's like you're respecting the other person's time their time is as valuable as yours Mm -hmm. you're respecting yourself because you're going am I enjoying myself Mm. do I want to stay for another one because I think I don't know um, I I can't speak for men in this situation but for women we're often socialized to not ruffle feathers be people pleasers like I remember going I went on a date with a guy god years ago now but met him and oh you're laughing god years ago Um, (laughs) but like lovely fella uh, met like went for a pint and I was like oh this is like this is not a thing right Mm -hmm. but he was so nice but then he started talking about how He'd been in this long-term relationship and his, I think his ex had cheated with his brother. His oh, best friend okay. was awful. And it was like, no. So we ended up having three pints because yeah. I was like, that's bullshit. You did nothing wrong. This is that the other, you know, really tried to like gas him up, get his mm-hmm. confidence back, whatever. And then at the end of the night, and he was like, oh, I really like, could we do this again? I was like, oh girl, no, like I'm, no, like that's not what this was. But then I think he was really disappointed. But it was okay because a month or two later, I saw him at a gig and he tapped me on the shoulder and he came up and he was like, Hi, Claire. I was like, Oh, I love how are you? And he was like, I just really like you to meet my girlfriend. And he had this gorgeous girly hanging off his arm. He couldn't take his Aww. eyes off her. And I was so thrilled for him. But anyway, yeah, the it's point quite is, I should have said to him at the start of the night, instead of like having a mope around, because mm-hmm. he was a bit mopey, I should have said, look, th- I don't see this as like a date, but I'm enjoying your company and we should just, if you want to stay and have a couple of pints and like, you know, that's fine. We can chat kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and it doesn't always have to be in the date, but I mean, there is also, you know, you don't want to politely be like, yeah, I'll definitely meet up another day and ghost or stuff and like they, yeah, that. Don't do that. If there's one thing that I've got bloody good at when getting in the, the, the queer sphere is... Is, uh, being, I love that. Yeah, but. yeah. Well, been getting very much direct about even if it's been on a couple of dates with someone and you can tell that maybe they're more invested than you are yeah. and you're like saying, look, I've had fun so far, 
but I think that this isn't actually what I'm looking for. It's being able to turn around and say, respectfully, this has been really fun, but I'm not sure if I want to go any further. And that is just a respectful way to yourself, your emotions and their emotions You see, this is the regular check-in. This is what I'm talking about, check-in all along the way. Mm -hmm. And be like, okay, we both asked each other at the start, what are you looking for? We said the same thing. Mm. Are you still you know on that page you know so people aren't mind readers so you Mm -hmm. might think you're dropping little hints don't drop hints don't (laughs) insult the person just be assertive that's real hot girl shit and just remember this is really really important your feelings change Mm -hmm. circumstances change Mm -hmm. and that's completely fine that's just life just don't be a dick about it yeah don't ghost don't lie don't do any of that stuff just check in and be sound check in and if you need to check out (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. <laughs> this is definitely not a cult. So, Connor, we forgot uh, just two very important points for uh-huh. all that other advice. The first one, don't forget to have fun. Ah! It's meant to be fun. Don't be stressing yourself out. Exactly. And then the second one, safety. Safety. She's a safety girl. She is. Make sure you are safe. So, this is, again, actually something that will different for men and women. Mm-hmm. Um, women are afraid of getting murderized. Yes, going on a date with yeah. a man mm-hmm. is is that something that you think about your safety? Like, do you have any? Would you tell your friends who you're going to be with, where you're going? Usually not. Um, until stories then come out about there being queer violence, and then that's then whenever you, you that's whenever you have your friend saying tax me, and then I go, oh, this is what I'm often. Uh, any ladies in my life yeah. have had to constantly deal we with we do this constantly yeah. so can I just say like, not that you can get a taxi in Dublin anymore but it would always be a <laughs> yeah. thing if you or friends put you in a taxi the first thing you do is you text the number of the taxi mm. place and then you text again you might even put on your location and then you text again when you get home um, if you are going to now women I would say just extend this out to everybody listening meet in a public place for the first time mm. might sound romantic to go for a walk in the forest that's not that's axe murderizer behavior don't do it okay public place tell a friend where you're going who you're going to be with pass mm-hmm. on the other person's number what time to expect you back yeah okay so and this is I, I'm glad to hear that you know you are kind of becoming more aware of that mm. but like you know there's people are mostly sound yes. mostly hot girls but not everybody is so you just just take a minute and be like hang on is this safe Mm-hmm. You know, because we all make silly mistakes, you know, late <laughs> at night or whatever. But just make sure you're looking after yourselves because there's only one of you. You're a one on one. You're number one. And we don't want to lose you. Absolutely. Um, now, the other side of safety mm-hmm. is being smart about your sexual health. It am I right? Is indeed. Before we go any further, you equals you. What does that mean, Connor? Tell the girls. Undetectable is untransmittable. Yes. Yes. So that means we do not have HIV stigma around these here parts. Hot girls are aware that if you are undetectable, you are untransmittable. That does not mean do not go and get tested regularly. Um, Which brings me on to a fun date idea. Oh, wow. Yeah. So (laughs) if you are, you know, you've, you've you've been having the chats, everything's going well. Right. Do you know it's a fun date idea? Go get tested together. <laughs> everyone sh- everyone who is sexually active should be getting tested for the full gamut of STIs. Um, so just go on a little date. Go get your tests. Go to lunch. Get your test results. All clear? Yeah. Let's go, girls. <laughs> Do you know me and my friend? We actually did. Um, you can order from Shh24. 
Oh yeah, we talked about this on the monkeypox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you can actually we've done um just self uh, test kits at home as like a well we do something nice. Yeah, sure. We'll watch a movie, get the ball wine, and then we'll test for yeah. <laughs> um, make sure that we're all clean and tidy. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you're if you are sexually active, you need to be testing regularly. You need to be checking in with your body, yaddy yaddy regularly not for you just yourself but for others yeah that's one thing that um i think especially in the queer sphere that uh we um are much more aware of the stigmas and stuff that maybe hold around and it's uh it's it's it's, uh interesting whenever you talk to your straight friends oh yeah well oh i just got the you know went and did a wee test there they're like oh my god jesus was there something wrong no no just it's a regular thing just a regular thing. and then there's a wait you don't I, I know you've been dating around. Yeah. Okay, so I think it's in everybody's hot girl interest to hot girls get tested. Absolutely. Now, can I do a small side, side, side note? Oh, yeah. I about love STIs side note. and sexual health. Uh-huh. Okay, Connor, picture the scene. Yeah, okay. This is before you've been swept off your feet. <laughs> I just keep bringing it up because it makes you do that face, which I love. So here's the thing. You're just walking around, living your hot girl life. You mm. get a text on your phone. says, hey, Connor, it's me, the guy from the bar. Yeah. Um, just hmm. to let you know, I've got a test result back and yeah. I've tested positive for gonorrhea. Yeah. Let's see. What is the one acceptable response to that text message? Um... <laughs> Is this a trick question? No. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not, but I feel like you've just put it. Okay, so well, I it, feel... Well, it was going to be... Um, <laughs> I want to be off for fuck's sake, right? Okay, I'll go get tested. Thanks for letting me know. Um, but I don't know. Is there any other kind of one? So I would say... You can obviously... Like, if that's your reaction, like when you say it, but what the text that you send back, I think, should be... Thank you for letting me know. Mm-hmm. Sorry to hear that's going... You're, that you're going through that mm-hmm. hope you're feeling okay that's fair you don't put any shame back on the no. person because it takes two or more to do the little tango yeah so um, yeah so that's just something to there's no shame like anyone who is sexually active can get an STI yeah it, you just can yeah that's just how the world works so there shouldn't be any shame involved and I just would hate the thought of anybody getting a positive test result for something and then being too scarlet to contact yes. people so let's just normalize it because it happens to everyone. Yeah. And there is also brilliant things that um, whenever you do also get maybe test positive for certain things that uh, there could be anonymous things sent out. So maybe it's uh, if you are a bit scarlet and there was that one night stand, people still deserve to know about their yeah. sexual health. And uh, this is where clinics are goddamn angels where they can say, is there a name? Is there a number? We can send them a text just from a government, you know, health body and just to let them know to maybe come in and get a little test themselves. Oh, that's cute. Mm. I was unaware. Oh, that's very good. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so just to, what are we basically saying? It's all about, if you want to be a real hot girl and you want to be dating in the modern world, yes. speak up for yourself. Yeah. Be respectful of other people. Be sound. Be caring. Um, mind everybody's feelings. Check in. Check in. Check in again. Check out if you need to. (laughs) Exactly. But just do it respectfully. Yeah. And of course, be safe. And most importantly, have fun. Have fun. Hot girls coming through. Okay, right. So before we give you our little small update on the live show, 
Connor, mm-hmm. what was your homework last week and did you complete it? Um, well, my homework last week was to get sweaty at least twice a week. Uh-huh. I'm fucked today, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you should have seen me at Florence. I think there was actually a video put up from a friend of uh, montages of me, different tr- transitions of the Florence experience. You and Sharon night. Just yeah, a great time. I was wearing a Sharon shirt. I was getting sweaty. Um, and then, of course... London as well came into play. So, um, did I see you uh, dropping at Lower Dalston Superstore? Oh, you did. I, it's my favorite place in London for a boogie woogie woogie. And of course, it's also a little rave cave downstairs. So, you, it doesn't matter what you're doing, you're going to get sweaty and take that off. Honestly, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> so, remember I played Mother a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. But I took out my headphones. I was back in the office today, took out my headphones. I was like, what the fuck is that? And there was all this like white kind of stuff on the cups of the headphones. I was like, Sweat. That's literally sweat. Oh my god. From DJing. Yeah, because it was so hotty. I was like stripped down to, you know, as much as I possibly could. Uh-huh. Phil was fully tops off uh-huh. and we were like yeah, like there was just so this fully like I need to get a baby wipe and clean the sweat off my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> Sign of a good night. But what about you, Claire? What was your homework last week? So my homework last week was to take Colin the disco bus on his first Aww. road trip. Colin. <laughs> his first solo road trip round Ireland. I did it. We went west. I was very excited. I didn't tell you actually the um the, the last night a big old storm came in and it was extremely scary. Uh-huh. It was scary and um I thought so, I, there was a person outside trying to try the door. Okay. I was by myself. I didn't know what to do, but I would stay very calm uh-huh. and rational and <gasps> kind of went, "Okay, well I know that that noise is from this. I know that that is that. I know that Colin is doing the spooky clicky noise that he makes sometimes because <laughs> I need to get that one door fixed. Um, but I got through it and I was really proud of myself. It's you know? That's yeah. your uncle shit. Yeah. I know. And I was kind of like, not to be that bitch, but like kind of <laughs> sitting overlooking beautiful Keem Bay and Ackle and just making little God. notes for myself. And one of my notes was, you're braver than you think. Aww. And people are mostly nice because once you get outside of Dublin, let me tell you that I was pissing in my pants the one finger when you pass the stranger oh on the road my, one finger yeah. but like fully having full conversations like I was at one stage on a work call and this man with a big concerned head on him uh, came up and I was like I can't talk to him do you know I'm like in mm. a meeting so afterwards came out and he came up to me I was like sorry are you okay I couldn't and he was like oh yeah I just wanted to know how the surf was like he'd seen the boards <laughs> and I was like I don't know they're not mine but yeah no you're grand and he just wants to have a chat oh yeah Um. so yeah I think I've completed smash the homework already have the thanks to your um extensive travel agents NI um, Northern Irish Tourist Board we've already got the next uh, trip planned with the girls so yes. that's going to be really good um, so uh, yeah we both did our homework we both High did five. our homework woo so Connor, well done on doing your homework thank you what is one thing you're going to do this week to try and embody yaddy yaddy the hot girl energy well um, I am going to try to what I try to do every week um, oh, no. which I probably just need to come to terms with um, uh, that uh, I'm, you're fab I'm and you're never going to save money yeah my homework <laughs> was written down to budget bitch and take it easy for a min at least um, because with all of the things coming up um, I'm really excited but I don't want to burn out and I don't want to have to like be going away and things and be worried about kind of like so you Money need a guest stuff. list for Love Bowl this Friday night. Is yeah, what well, you're I guess so. <laughs> that's what you're saying about. Um, yeah, that's basically my homework is to kind of 
um, oh God, it's my homework every week, isn't it? To literally just like get a hold of myself. And then I get a hold of myself midweek and then I'm actually fine again. You're completely fine. Do you know, maybe my homework You've, this Do you know week, what? You have a little bit of a, like a, I was going to say Catholic guilt, but mixed religion guilt whatever um, whenever you have fun you're like oh no daddy I need to punish myself or whatever it's like no I think that's another kind of thing <laughs> that's for another episode but no listen um, what I want to tell you because this is going to be I'm going to put this out Thursday whatever anyway if you're in or around Dublin February 17th which is this Friday mm-hmm. Love Ball is happening we're talking Primary Colours we're talking Billy Bunzari loads of great queer performers gonna have a great time and then of course there is the New York style Vogue oh. Ball oh. there is a catwalk myself and Shakira Knightley are gonna be hosting it she is gonna be performing it's gonna be fantastic <laughs> we picked out our outfits and we've got the tunes all sorted and we're sweating the last one was amazing so do come along to that it's in Centre Point which is in the Button Factory in Dublin tickets on the door but Connor because you're trying to be a thrifty bitch I'll give you a plus two oh, how shut do you feel up. about that <laughs> so Claire what is one thing you're gonna do this week to try and embody the hot girl energy well Connor I have accepted my fabulousness and I've an action packed <laughs> Weekend ahead of me. Oh so loveful on Friday night, like I just said there. We're going to be finished like early enough, kind of like 12 or 1. Mm-hmm. Going to go and get down in the crowd, dance with all the fabulous people. I'm going to go out. I'm not uh, DJing on Saturday night. I'm going to go dance my little socks off to Matt. What's his name? Matt Cooper? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go dance my little socks off to Max Cooper, which is a very, very, very different person to Matt Cooper, our esteemed <laughs> colleague. Um, but yeah, no, I've got like some nice, nice little, um, nice little dates planned. And I'm going to just, yeah, dance my little ass off. That's Aww. my homework because... Sometimes it's fun to DJ. Well, all the time it's fun to DJ, but sometimes it's fun just to dance your little socks off. Oh. Yeah, so that's going to be my homework. And then we have to plan our um, little Belfast trip as well. Oh, don't worry. I can yeah. help there. You can help there. My travel agent will be on it. But listen, we've teased you enough. Our live show, Street 66, March 15th, oh. in the back room of our favorite oh, bar. We released the tickets. They were gone in under an hour. Yeah. The good news is we have a teeny, tiny number of tickets that have come back to us. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can't come, do please get in touch with us and give those tickets back because even though they're free tickets, it is limited space and there are people waiting. We've also added a wait list on the Eventbrite. So head to our socials and um, snap up those first few tickets um, and get on the wait list <laughs> and we will see what we can do for you. But yeah, oh my God, I'm so excited for this live show. I know. I'm going to be pissing all over this place. Oh, literally. I don't want to miss all right we love you thank you so much please do like review rate Uh, subscribe tell your friends all of that good shit follow us on our socials at real hot girl pod on insta and tiktok until next time stay stay hot hot girls girls.